and welcome to the Clear Studies Podcast, where we're learning the word together. I am your host, Bishop A. Reginald Littman. I look forward to sharing today's teaching with you. Stay tuned. Well, hello and welcome to a brand new year, a brand new season of life, a brand new leadership in our nation. We're praying for President Biden and we're praying for Vice President Harris. Thankful to see that God is still in control in the midst of all of the crazy myth that is going on in this world. And when I say I'm thankful to see that God is in control, I'm not even talking about a change of presidency. I'm talking about how God is keeping us alive and in our right minds in the midst of times that could literally drive us insane. But that is the God that we serve. And that is what he does for his children. Welcome to all of our new E-Class members. We're so excited to welcome you to the Clear Studies platform. Hey, listen, I need everybody to do a favor for me this week. It's really important. I need to hear from you. Are you there? Are you listening? Hello? Are you there? (laughs) I need you to send me an email this week. It doesn't have to be a long email, but send it to clearstudies at gmail.com. And just in the subject line, say I'm here. I just want to know that you're listening. And it's so important to me to know that I'm reaching you and to know that these studies are blessing your life. Today, we're joining Joseph now in the 41st chapter of Genesis, and we're going to be looking at verse 37 through 44 in the Living Bible Translation. Today, as we conclude the third part of the trilogy from prison to the palace, we look today at Joseph's promotion. And I love this wonderful story about Joseph's promotion. It reminds us that no matter how down you have been, no matter how deep you may feel that you are in the dungeon or the pits of life, God has a way of promoting you in due season. And he will do that in your life. From our last episode, you may remember that Joseph had been brought before Pharaoh because Pharaoh has a disturbing dream that no one else in the kingdom could interpret. He's called all of his wise men before him, but their wisdom ain't working now. But God gives Joseph the interpretation. And along with the interpretation, Joseph adds a word of wisdom and he tells Pharaoh how he could make it through the next 14 or so years. But he makes a suggestion that is just so incredibly wise. He says to him, hey, you need to put a wise fellow over this. Let's pick up now with Genesis 41 verse 37, which reads like this from the Living Bible Translation. Joseph's suggestions were well received by Pharaoh and his assistants. As they discussed who should be appointed for the job, Pharaoh said, who could do it better than Joseph? For he is a man who is obviously filled with the spirit of God. Turning to Joseph, Pharaoh said to him, since God has revealed the meaning of the dreams to you, you are the wisest man in the country. I am hereby appointing you to be in charge of this entire project. What you say goes. Throughout all the land of Egypt, I alone will outrank you. Verse 41 and 42. 
Then Pharaoh placed his own signet ring on Joseph's finger as a token of his authority and dressed him in beautiful clothing and placed the royal gold chain about his neck and declared, See, I have placed you in charge of all the land of Egypt. Now let's look at the context of this amazing story. You see, Pharaoh likes Joseph's plan so much that he he decides that he would never find anybody any wiser in the entire kingdom to administer the plan besides Joseph. In an instant of time, Joseph went from being a slave and a prisoner to being second only to Pharaoh. Just like that. He was promoted from being over a few prisoners in Potiphar's prison to ruling the entire nation. And he's given the position called a grand vizier. Now, in this position, he had all the rights and powers of the king. In the absence of the king, Joseph functioned in the capacity of the king. And no one but God could accomplish something as astounding as that. Pharaoh even recognized the hand of the Lord on Joseph and gave God the glory for what had taken place. Isn't that amazing? Now we'll move to letter B and talk about Joseph's new power. Now let's look again at verse 41 and 42 from this chapter. From the Living Bible Translation we read, Then Pharaoh placed his own signet ring on Joseph's finger as a token of his authority and dressed him in beautiful clothing and placed the royal gold chain about his neck and declared, see, I have placed you in charge of all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh also gave Joseph the chariot of his second in command. And wherever he went, the shout arose, kneel down. And Pharaoh declared to Joseph, I, the king of Egypt, swear that you shall have complete charge over all the land of Egypt. Now, Joseph is given all of the emblems of authority. And this is so powerful because this whole story begins in chapter 37 with what would become an emblem of authority in the coat of many colors that he received from his father. But now, in this chapter, Joseph receives from Pharaoh the emblems of authority. And he's placed in the second chariot, which means that his chariot was always right behind Pharaoh's chariot. It was kind of like being the vice president of the United States. Everywhere he went, People are commanded, kneel down before Joseph and give him the respect and the laud and the reverence that his position demands. Isn't that amazing? And in one single day, the slave has now become the sovereign and the prisoner has moved into a place of residence in the palace of the king of Egypt. And it was a powerful and drastic change of life for Joseph. And it was all the handiwork of God Almighty. Now let's move to letter C because when we look at verse number 42, we see Joseph's new possessions, Joseph's new 
possessions. You see, when Pharaoh promoted Joseph, he gave him some new items that went along with his new itinerary. First, he gives him a ring. And as you know, from the story of the prodigal son, a ring is a symbol of authority that is granted by a higher source. In this scenario, this ring is Pharaoh's own signet ring. And what does that mean? It means that it was a symbol of the very authority of Pharaoh that Joseph would now have, and he could act on Pharaoh's behalf in Pharaoh's presence or even in Pharaoh's absence. Joseph the dreamer is now authorized by the king of the ruling nation of the world to sign and act on his behalf. But not only does he give Joseph a ring, he also gives Joseph a robe. Now, isn't that interesting? Think of the irony of how in chapter 37, Joseph starts out with a coat, a cloak of many colors that was emblematic of the bright and brilliant future that lie ahead of him. Now he receives, not from his father, but from Pharaoh, a robe. And Joseph had lost that robe that was given to him by his father. That robe got him in trouble, even with Mrs. Potiphar. That robe said that he was the head of his family. I'm talking about the one that he received from his dad. Joseph only had that robe for just a short while. He had lost a robe when he ran into Mrs. Potiphar. Remember that? That robe identified him as a slave with potential. He only possessed that robe for a short time, which is emblematic of the fact that he would only be a slave with potential for a short time. Joseph's robe from his father was sort of gaudy. It was made of many different fabrics comprising many different colors. This robe, however, was a fine linen. It was made just for him. And it was a robe that was expensive, made with Egyptian linen. This robe that he receives from Pharaoh would now identify him not as a slave with potential in his future, but rather as the ruler of the land right now. And Joseph would hold on to this robe for many, many years. But not only does Pharaoh give him a robe and a ring, but he also gives him a gold chain. Now, this chain is emblematic because prior to this moment, Joseph had been in chains unjustly and unfairly as a prisoner in the land. Now, this chain that Pharaoh gives him is a gold chain that everyone would not only see, but everyone would revere and respect. And when he would pass by people, everyone would bow at his feet because of who he was, which was represented in what was on him. Think of the irony of that, that back in chapter 37, what Joseph wore, though it was a symbol 
of his future and his favor, people would laugh at him, scorn him, and his own family would not only make fun of him, but they would try to get rid of him. Now, in giving Joseph these gifts, the Lord was literally allowing Joseph to see a partial fulfillment of the dreams that he had had back in Genesis 37. As Joseph rolled along in his new chariot, watching the people bow at his approach, he must have given praise to the Lord for his grace and providence in his life. God had taken him through the pit and through the prison, but in the end, God brought Joseph all the way up to the palace. Can you imagine the conversations that must have been taking place at Potiphar's house that evening? Well, there are times when we think we have been forgotten by God. Have you ever been there? I know I have. There are times when we think that the wheels of providence have run us over and left us like a roadkill beside the highway of life. But that, my friend, is just how things appear at the moment. God has a plan and he can change our situation in the instant of time. Jesus spoke and the storm stopped. Jesus spoke and a dead man named Lazarus got up from the grave. Jesus spoke and the universe came into being. And Jesus knows where you are today, my friend. He knows all about the prison and all about the pain and all about the story that you have experienced. Let Joseph's experience in this story be a testament to you that no matter what you're dealing with, how difficult your days are, how dark, how dismal, how painful, God has a way of turning things around and God can bring blessings from your bondage. Well, God bless you and thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you have gotten some great inspiration from it as much as I did in bringing it to you. Don't forget, if you're new to the platform, send an email right now to clearstudies at gmail.com and join the E-Class. We look forward to sharing with you every Wednesday. Until the next episode, may God bless you. Hey, let me hear from you this week. Let me know you're listening. God bless. Take care.